quiet. Time for start show. Brogo defeat audience! <coughs> huh. That disembodied voice usually tells us what happened right after we try anything. Oh well, no competition. Good evening, lords and ladies. You have chosen your evening's entertainment. Oh, no you don't, Tree Sleeper. This isn't your theater. Hey, who the- Ruffians, witches, bloodthirsty degenerates of all ages. It's a Thursday night, and you know what that means. Welcome to the Icosaga. Dancing lights! familiar's face. Sir Gnome, I know you're somehow to blame for this, so help me, I'm going to put you in such a maze! Imanon Shinuda, known throughout the Empire as the Weaponsmith. He has served as president and spokesman of the Shinuda Necromancy Corporation and provider of the Akosagon's more devious implements of carnage. By Mayase's implacable hammer, when I get out of here, I'm going to incorporate you into your master's next device. He's a featherfoot, pig queen princess. A sneaky seven-foot-tall weird penguin. It's been quite a while since we had a good beast hunt, hasn't it, folks? <laughs> quite a mouth, <laughs> a beak, isn't that? Starrat, the terrible, the towering, the bloody, Malfred the Impious, the ogre-blooded patriarch of the Church of War, dedicated to Macaw, father of the None of you buffoons will receive the healing might of Macaw's poleaxe until someone kills that gods be damned new voice. His majestic terror! Rago, son of Bobo, king of town hall, king of wagon, king of docks, king of wife, king of bloodless axe, and baron of keep. Jim Potato, King of Rock, King of Bed, Oh, the Trixie a thieving little gnat with an indeterminate gender. 
Where did the cat skull go? I had 7,000 gold worth of militarized furnishings in there. And out of these most challenges, some flamboyant self-important elf called Rumiandi. It's Romande and you know it. I thought the last disembodied voice was bad. Coves and cozies of my beloved lusting audience, recline upon your gilded seats, quaff your libations, and thoroughly enjoy your evening at the arena of our crap. Watch as our latest attractions awaken darkness with cramped muscles and pulsating boots. I knock the doors open again. Walk? At least they let us keep the stuff we found. You mean all of our stuff? But not all our stuff. Just some thieves' tools and a few weapons. And a pile of money. Not that money will do us much good in this dungeon. Ah, there's the kitty. Get away from Bastet. She's been through enough of an ordeal without a size-changing wasp rattling around in her skull. <sighs> I'll grab one of these ten-foot poles hanging above the lintel. Probably gonna be a few more traps this time. You nitwits have finally reached the obvious conclusion on your own. One of you grab the other pole and let's get out of here. We did climb the stairs and emerge into a throng of orcs, half-orcs, humans, and one bugbear. Overhead, grey pillars rose to support a series of gothic arches and stained glass windows. Cool boy, this part's a wonder of stagecraft. If you watch the stained glass closely, folks, you can see each scene playing out, then resetting it again and again. I was about to get to that! Too bad I'm the MC here. Yord is one of the extras. Unless you think you have what it takes to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the troll from down below. By Bardock's bloody teeth! That was just awful! Who's your writer? He should be hanged! These moving windows are quite intriguing. They seem to show a series of battles and hunts. Except for that one at the end. Indeed, the stained glass at the far end of the cathedral did not move. Instead, it depicted a grizzled black knight sitting upon a throne of skulls, his one red eye gazing down angrily upon the cathedral's altar. I'd like to hire whoever decorated this place. I've been looking to renovate my cathedral. Wait, me know them, orc. And them humans! Well then who are they? They be family! Look! Even Great Grandmark here! Well that's a relief. Ooh, who's the angry looking bugbear stalking towards us? Uncle Narp! It be so long! How you do? There you is! You know how long we wait? You always say favorite nephew be late for own funeral! Don't think any orc be dumb enough piss off wife by being late to wedding. Even half human orc like Woggy. Woggy? Haha! <laughs> <laughs> Bravo chose for himself one poor year old. He say he king of nickname. Me king of lots other thing now too. Hang on one moment. Bravo. 
Are you telling me that you and Ifamata aren't actually married? That you've been living in sin? And that your unborn child will be an orphan? Uh, bastard? Well, it just little civic ceremony at first. But me promise big church wedding when me return to Oakvale from adventures. Me just not return there yet. Spend lots time in keep. Take lots to be king of barony. Well, it isn't often we get to meet each other's families. We meet yours all the time. Look, your sister and her band are even playing this wedding. Ugh, I truly wish we didn't and they weren't. So I'll ignore her. But if Ifamada, Queen of Wagon, wishes a big fancy cathedral wedding, then Romande Zwarfinde shall do everything within his power to provide it. Oh dear. I'll just be getting back to myself then. Oh no you don't. Someone has to go check on the bride. And since you're already blind, that makes you the perfect candidate. Issa, Thorn, you two should go with him. You can be the bridal party. I'm not going in there. Yeah, who died and made you wedding planner? You're gonna die if you ruin wedding for most specialist orc lady in all known worlds. Yes. Your Majesty. Well, when you put it that way, Your Majesty, let's go, Lisa. Meanwhile, the rest of us need to herd this rabble into the pews so the ceremony can start. Uh, now, would the bride's family kindly take their seats if I am suitably diplomatic? Excellent. And now the groom's family? Where should we sit, Master Bard? I am family to neither, but friend to both. As is spirit of the swift wind. Me too, sir. Terea! Sonome! Sonome! How did you get Terea trapped in this dimension? Tell me or I'll use your head to pot my herb garden! And what are those awkwardly balanced skeletal structures doing standing behind you? Lose to him, Our members of Sonome's new family. You trained him to be an inept necromancer, then sent him on a quest across Scatalia. That's right. I walked out of Kairoth, and this huge bird snatched me up and stuffed me in his nest. It took a few weeks to untangle myself in the money bag he gave me. But it was alright, because on the third night, the bird came back and coughed up a ball of fur, and the loveliest lady ever was trapped inside. May I present Lady Gnome and our children, Sir Gnome Jr and Trimlet, who named her after you. That is utterly disgusting. And no, you didn't. My mother's name was Thrimlet. I won't have anything that looks like a sugar skull with pigtails named after me. I could find a purpose for three small piles of bones if you would rather not see them again, Thrimlock. We at the Shenouda Necromancy Corporation do bring out the best in your dead. Ugh, no. Now that they're here, I'll have some other skulls to stow my belongings inside. But I still need a minute without them. Wife always talk about need flower girl and ring carry boy. And maybe Torea put on ugly green dress and be maid of honor. A capital idea, Roggle. Get to it, Torea. Chop, chop. And that goes doubly for the gnome family. Chop, 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 chop. Marvel, my supine spectators, as a Thrimlock chases a family of gnome skeletons around, threatening to cut them up with a kitchen knife. Meanwhile, the rest of these buffoons leave the bar to settle all the guests. 
All right, everybody. The bride's ready whenever you've settled things down. Hey, 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 Lisa. Look over there and give me a spot check. Hello, nurse. Who's the handsome penguin in the party mask? And what's that dapper suit he's wearing? You know, you should go over there and introduce yourself and find out. Chances are pretty slim and he's actually related to Bravo. Shut up, voice. I may have found someone to leave my eggs with while I go out gallivanting. Hey, you! Quack, 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 quack. Why, thank you very much, Lady Featherfoot. It is a cut of my own design, and the colors are designed to set off our natural plumage. So, fancy beak. What's this spectacular set of clothes called? And where does your tailor live? I'd love to have one of my own. That tiny bow around your throat is absurdly fetching. Get out of here, bard. I'm conducting an interview for an underling. Now, what's the suit called? I call it a tuxedo. Hmm, sounds kind of silly, but it looks really good. How are you at following orders? My last employer never complained about my lack of spine. Excellent. Then we shall call you Tuxedo Beak and never ask where you came from or who you are behind that mask. You're going to stand up there and be one of Vrogwell's ushers. If anybody gets out of line, I expect you to give them the business end of a flipper. Right. Yes, ma'am. Mm. This starting to look good. There's still something missing, though. Maybe best man? It not best man, and you know, you missing bride. Truer words have never been spoken. And thus did Aoife Mother, Queen of Town Hall, lead the wedding procession in all her glorious Orkley pregnancy, wearing a blood-stained off-white dress. Little orc, half-orc, skeletal, and human children tailed her, spreading flower petals and hatchets in her regal wake. She stops before the altar, glances lovingly at her husband, and says in her sweetest voice, What you do now, Vroggle? You family make big deal about chapel wedding, and now you forget bring priest? Me thought you king of priest. What you have say for self? And I, Romande Swarfinde, bard in extraordinaire, largest single act in the empire, shall officiate this. Did I forget to tell you? The altar is doomed, so you can only approach the sanctum if you have a direct conduit to one of the gods. Sorry, cousin, but. I sang so good one time, one crazy guy looked at me once. Uh, that just doesn't cut it here. I hate you. You're gonna do nothing, talky elf. Me defeat new, not disembodied voice. Me defeat all, Vrogel King. You, Meldreth, you come make cathedral wedding. Ah, fine. I'll dredge up my knowledge of orc theology if it'll get us out of here. Doubly quick, if it means spending less time with Vrago's family. Ahem. Dearly disgusted. We are gathered here today to prevent this child from being born out of wedlock, and thus spending eternity in Orc Limbo. Vrago, do you so swear to take this Orc woman and to raise all of her children? To maintain her house and protect her lands? We do. Ifamadra, do you so swear not to let Vrago know when you're knocking boots behind his back? sustain and maintain the flesh and spirit of this half-orc. 
Then, since I'm skipping over the part where I ask if anybody objects, because I object, I now pronounce you King of Wife. You may do whatever disgusting thing comes next. <sighs> Finally! Stupid family drama over now! Me no think so. Oh! What? What happened now? If Ogre Priest do something to wife, me Vroggle wear you gut for garter. I'm pretty sure you did this to her, Vroggle. It looks like she's about to lay a kid. That's how you mammals do it, right? Wait, aren't you a mammal? What are those things on your chest for? I'm not really sure to tell you the truth. I never thought to ask my mom. Well, <clears throat> My extensive bardic knowledge, which certainly isn't a bluff check, tells me that the were-penguins are indeed mammals. They don't nurse, but they do vomit up a milky substance into their chicks' gullets until about a year after they hatch, when their beak starts coming in. I have never encountered so disgusting an image in all my unlife. Really? Even with the seven-foot-tall half-orc over there going into labor? You do this, Froggle. It's your fault. It's always been a orc man that caused suffering of Lady Orc. That what witch say when she read out of Orc Bible. Seriously, somebody do something to help. Preferably with magic. I could catch grease again. Not a bad idea, Thorn. Come here and grease me up to the elbows. Yes, yes, good. Let's take a look-see here. Everything looks fine to me, Miss of Town Hall. You better look again. And this time, give me a huge mouth What? See? I told you nothing's wrong. All orc babies have long, tiny necks and heads with five wiggling knobs, right? Uh, me not expert on physiognomy, but me pretty sure that a foot. Why me child-only foot? You, son-in-law, this you fault. Stupid half-human put baby in upside down! Me know this for me Ishrak, the Bormful! Me know how to use the definite article! Me know the many thing! Oh, in that case, I think Imanon and Thrimlock should handle this one. They're much better surgeons than I am. Plus, I have no wish to know what an orc uterus looks like during a Kaisarian section. This not me fault! Me not know it bad do it upside down like that! But, but me also king! No let anybody talk me that way! Even stupid father of wife. Oh dear gods. I suppose this means the reception started. I'd better strike up a traditional orc dance fighting tune. Ah, now this proper orc cathedral wedding. The only problem, stupid talky elf in the way of future ex-son-in-law. Plus, the only thing me hate more than elves, am stupid loot. Um... Y your Majesty, how will anyone hear of your glories if I'm dead? Don't need here, Talky Elf. With Bloodless at me side, me defeat all! Me, King of Talky Elf. No orc break him loot but Droggle, not even father-in-law. Let's see if that's a belly button. Then the incision should go here. Me? Get through this! Me had worst pain, first time, me hunt direwolf! Stupid froggle, father right! You do put baby in upside down! 
this tell you for? Oh! Hey, Rappy Face. What are you holding there? Oh, this, um, don't worry about it. It's too small to be a uterus. Probably just your urinary bladder wouldn't worry about it. Ah, this would be a lot easier with an assistant. The Drimlock, what are you doing over there? I need a second set of hands. You know that Isa makes a terrible nurse, thanks to the flippers. Yeah, it's true. Drimlock is currently making a fortitude save. Let's see how he's doing with that. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. All right, now then, which of these organs is a baby? Um, is there supposed to be that much blood on the outside of the body? And so many organs? They're all connected still, just a little spaced out. So we have more room to work. No, I'm pretty sure people only believe that much when they're about to die. Ugh, very well. I suppose ancient orc culture believed that she-orcs were tougher than he-orcs since they had two battlefields, whereas the males only had one. Climb a car's fields of bloody birth and battle. Be healed. Swat him one but good, Vroggle. Do it for Romandet. What stupid talking elf on about now? <sighs> Me not know. Me think he talking about loot. It no matter though, me already defeat talky elf and stupid loot. Just like me gonna defeat Fawn Orc in law. Me awake. Need still push? No, you just lay back and let the experts do all the work. I really hope that's an umbilical cord around its neck and not one of the mother's bowels though. No, that's definitely an umbilical cord. Easy fix. We just need a little snip snip. Ah, now. Where did my rusty shears go? Oh, ye gods, don't use those. This is the only time this will ever happen, so please look away. I'll just have to use my roguelike precision to snip snip. Wait, what that? That sound like. That sound like boy orc. We have sun! Let me have grandson! Me never be so happy in! Me tell you me defeat all. Now that subject-in-law unconscious, me take care of business. What sort of surgeons are you idiots? At least put everything back in its proper place before I cast Cure again. And there. You're fully recovered from your breach birth and nearly botched Kaisarian section, Miss of Town Hall. And your son appears to be in perfect health, I think. I neither know nor care how to check. Slimy? Check. Green? Check. Breathing normally? Um, yep, check. That good enough for me. We make follow-up appointment in two weeks. Well, your majesties, have you given any thought to a name for the little green prince? Me decide name long time ago. If a girl, she called Axelina. But me let Hosborn make name public. Behold, bloodthirsty savages, as the terror that he is of Arago crosses the threshold to take his swaddled son in his arms for the first time. For a long moment, the two stare at each other. You can just see it burning, see it building. You can see the conflict that will erupt 
one day within this family. As the prince grows into his own kingship. But for now, all is well. For Frogo, place the baby on the altar. Shepard taps the infant's forehead. The flat of bloodless is mighty great. Me defeat you first, little one. Me look forward to day when you defeat me. Rommel scoops up the baby once more and holds him aloft, displaying him to the assembled friends, family, and kids. All kneel! All behold Friggle, son of Froggle, son of Borble, Prince of Town Hall! Thank you for helping keep Friggle alive during your first battle. We think he can pick up wedding gifts. To be honest, not sure where wedding gifts came from, so it's easy for Queen to be generous. That's great, Miss of Town Hall. But it seems your child needs to be properly baptized, or else he'll end up in Orc Hell. Now if you'll come over here, I've chosen one of your human in-laws to be sacrificed in the traditional High Orc fashion. Even I'm not going to take note of what happens next with Maldreth. Especially since I, the indecorable Romandes Warfinde, am going to paw through all of these shiny and probably enchanted wedding gifts. Hmm, this crystalline eye of counterspells might be a good replacement for the one I lost. Ooh, it even has a scratch in the same place mine did. And I need to replace my headdress of enlarged penguin. Maybe this headdress could be enchanted. Walk. Guess it doesn't need to be enchanted. You buffoons. Master Shinuda, would you like to tell them, or should I? Those are our magic trinkets, you quarter wits. Look, this statue is even wearing the unholy symbols Father Maldreth and I carved in praise of the twin gods of war and weaponry. Ugh, I hope I'm there to witness and laugh when you all die. But for now, make haste. I finished the sacrifice and figured out the fastest way out of this place. There's a door in the back of the sanctum here, and the exclusionary field appears to have gone down. Um, me not know how say this, but me need private moment with wife. Me be back in 10, maybe 15 minutes. You go on ahead, we catch up. Hmm, perhaps I should stay behind as well. Uh, um, I can uh, escort Vrogel and Ethermother through the next challenge. And I can take notes in case I ever have to write a half-orc love scene. Ew! I put myself in a maze! Dreamlock, take me with you! I pull my headdress over my eyes and just pray to the great cosmic egg that the pictures in my head go away someday. Ah, much better. Dreamlock, you shouldn't eat that. You don't know where it's been or who it's been poisoned by. And where in Makar's overawing name did you find a bowl of fruit in a maze anyway? I keep a very close watch on all my own magical mazes. And I keep them very well stocked with snacks. Pretzel? Um, well, you guys were hiding from that gross makey outy pair of half-orcs over there. I scouted the door. There's a short hallway, then a ladder that just climbs up into pitch blackness. So I thought you'd like to know that. Let's stop the Scratchcast there. No need to go any further than that when we have a new season of how much do people usually pay for it to play it out. Wait, that's it? There are no terrifying ogres about to come out and club us to death just so we can wake up in a cell again next month? 
This is wonderful. They're Hermes babies of the week off. They also just got married, so they're on their honeymoon in scenic southern Scotalia. At last report, they were sightseeing in the razor swamps at the base of the frozen sun. I dearly hope they bring me a loaf of souvenir rye from the League of Scotalian Bread Merchants. I honestly don't know if that's heartwarming or horrifying. But that may just be the after-effects of having watched Yifamather give birth. Oh well, at least I won't be clubbed to death again. Nope, you've got it worse now. We're locking the doors and just letting everybody in there starve this time. You wake up in yourselves again. A nice, long, slow, drawn-out death with a tree sleeper and his brain troublemakers. What about those of my companions who are undead? They can't starve. Anything still moving in there in a week's time will be cascaded with waves of fire for three solid hours. That'll take care of moving them back to a cell, as well as give us a bump on the Scrycast viewership during Sweeps Week. Everybody loves to see mummies and ogre priests on fire. I hate you. Visit the 20-Sided Theater online at 20sidedtheater.com. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We'll send Father Maldreth after you if you don't. The 20-Sided Theater is a joint production of Bear Industries and the Shenouda Necromancy Corporation. Episode 5 starred Gabriel Abenante, Natalie Abenante, Blake Parker, Kerry Quatrin, Kian Quatrin, and Rory Quatrin. Written by Rory Quatrin and edited by Blake Parker. Music by Q Bosch, Daros Lawal, Sean Daly, Skip, Sven Turtle, and VCMG. For a complete list of and links to all the music and sound effects you heard on tonight's episode, visit 20sidedtheater.com. Join us next time at the 20 Sided Theater. The 20 Sided Theater is underwritten in part by Kenton's Discount Used Flying Carpets. Howdy, folks. I'm Kenton from Kenton's Discount Used Flying Carpets. Now, I'm not too good with numbers, but all I know is I've got way too many flying carpets on my lot. I need to make room for all the new models coming in at the start of winter, and I'm passing on the savings to you. We've got economy models, sport utility carpets, sporty two-seaters, mini carpets, ultra-rare 16-passenger limousine carpets. We got them all. All of them guaranteed to fly off the lot. Come on down to Kenton's Discount Used Flying Carpets before the end of the month and take flight in style. Kenton's Discount Used Flying Carpets, located at the western edge of Tots Isley, right off Main Street at the edge of the Blighted Desert.